catch him up. What's going on, y'all? Welcome back to the Catch Em Up podcast. I'm Mariah Daniels. And I am Scotty D. And it ain't about pumpkins right now. I don't know. Not about fall leaves here in South Florida. You know what it's all about? Do we have fall leaves in South Florida? We don't, but you know what I was about to say, I've never seen one. I mean, I see them turn yellow sometimes. Besides the point. Okay. All right. I don't know where you're going. It's all about the mullet run. That's all I keep seeing on social media. The mullet run. (laughs) Like the hair mullet that's going on nowadays? Sure. Or like the fish? Hair mullet? Yeah. Oh, no. The mullets are in right now. Thanks to Morgan Wallen that brought that back. I love that man. I love him too. I mean, it's no big deal. It's just some people can rock it, some people can't. Like, just don't think you can do it. Yeah, like Theo <laughs> Vaughn. Theo Vaughn has the sickest mullet. And I'm like, who? Theo Vaughn. He's a podcaster, comedian. Okay, and he's got a mullet. He's got I'm sickest have to look mullet. Him up. Yeah, it's Joe Dirt style mullet. All right, we're not talking about mullets. Mullets. We're talking about fish mullets. All right, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Episode, All right, but you things. know. <laughs> Back to those fishes. Back to those things. No, I've been seeing so much on social media. Everybody just talking about the mullet run. I know we briefly mentioned it last week because you said it's going to be going on. So is it officially started? Oh, yeah. It's here. Okay. It's here. Well, it's kind of almost gone. It doesn't so last long. It. So it's quick. Well, because they, they migrate down the <laughs> East Coast. Okay. So they literally get you. You get them for, I don't know, a couple weeks to a week. Okay. And then and they, they're go, just, they, they move make, on down They make south. their way. All right, uh-huh. so they've been here obviously this past. But week. they come in pods, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So you could get pods for the next month. Could happen. It, it could happen. It could not happen. But if you're lucky, it will happen to you. If you're lucky <laughs> and you find a mul- epic mullet run bite, it is game on. There is every damn fish that swims the beach in there. It's great. So this would this be? Have you ever I, experienced it? Have you ever seen? I don't seen think the I've ever run? seen the mullet run. I've oh, dude, me and K Squirrel smoked the snook snook uh, during the mullet run. I think actually I take that back because when we were Ben Stewart, I want to say, oh, I think the Darcy mullet and Brian. was going on, and you got we were um, yeah we were catching tarpon. tarpon. Yep. God, those fish are friggin' huge. Yeah, well, that Jesus. one happened to be the biggest one I ever hooked. <laughs> I mean, this I can't even describe to you how large this fish was. Like it came, the whole thing it came about the water jumped, and I think all of us were just like, damn. <laughs> Every single one of us were in shock. Yeah, it was a 200-pound plusser. It was one of the just giants. I mean, I see the ones down in when we go to the Keys and you feed them at Robbie's and stuff like that, which are decent size. But this was like, yeah, I don't, I've never seen one that large. That's a whole level of fish. You know what I mean? That was like, did that just happen? So and that, I caught it on a small DOA terrorize. I was like, what? You didn't technically catch it because. Well, I didn't catch it. I hooked you lost it. it. You hooked it. Ah, it doesn't matter, man. <laughs> she jumps off there. There, was, there the, was almost like zero chance I was going to land that fish. It? I think there's a video that Brian put. It's there like a is. slow-mo it viral too. of your face. Everybody was making memes about this damn my face. I was like, some bitch. I don't know if it's good to be viral or not. And then, oh of course, you get the people. You got to bow to them. You got to do this. Well, I had a literal 200 plus pound tarpon jump 20 feet in front of me. And I didn't even know what I hooked. I mean, I had an idea it was a tarpon. Right. But when this thing jumped, I was just like. And I mean, it made that first giant jump and it literally just threw the damn Well, because I think at the moment, too, weren't we just catching? We were bait fishing. We, probably, we were catching we were trying, Spanish we were going mackerel to catch, and some other stuff that were in well, there. We were trying to catch a grouper. I want to yeah, say we were, that. Yeah, we were just catching Goliath grouper bait. So that's yeah. why we were trying to catch the Spanish. And that thing. And <laughs> that thing off. ate my DOA. And I was just like, holy shit, I hooked a sea monster. <laughs> I mean, I didn't even get a chance, but it was still like one of those things when that thing came out of the water. I mean, I, I just was taken back, you know, and I've hooked a lot of monster fish, but right. that one just was totally unexpected. I was like, whoa, that was big. 
it honestly just blew my mind. All right, like, yeah, yeah. I can't even. But there is honestly, when the mullet run comes in, there are thousands of tarpon in there just feeding on them. Like, we were really close to shore. Like we were right oh, off yeah, the shore. They cruised right to the beach. They're like, right on the beach. That's what blew my mind too. I was like, damn, you just caught this. We were only like maybe 20 feet, 30 feet from the beach. It wasn't yeah. far. Yeah, <laughs> it's exactly not far at all. No, that's what they do. The mullet, they cruise the coast. They hold tight because you got to remember everything in that ocean wants to eat them at that point. Right. They're just a swimming buffet. You know what I mean? They're just swimming around. I mean, then you get the tarpon and the snook that come in and mm-hmm. in the jacks that just murk them. Then you get the sharks that come in and eat them and eat the tarpon. Then you get the hammerheads that come in and eat the damn black tips and the spinners. You know, it's just a whole food feeding, chain that's going, frenzy. that's moving down the coast. Oh, it is. And it is one of the most epic thing to witness. And I, I love fishing it. And just I just want you guys to know that if you have an idea that you're going to throw a cast net into a school of mullet on the mullet run, <laughs> I I would not recommend throwing a giant one like I do because you're never pulling it up. <laughs> She's going to pull you in for sure. <laughs> so I've, I've done this multiple times. Okay. Granted, you get a lot of bait. You end up I end up dumping three quarters of the net right. out so I can get the net in the boat. But then what happened one time is I did it and the damn snook started blasting my net trying to eat oh. the mullet that they saw all distressed and just put giant holes all in it. Oh. And I've had this happen before doing sardines around the pier. You ain't going to get much in with a bunch of holes in your uh, That's rough. You just sit there, you watch it, and you just watch these things pouring out, and you get your mullet, and you're like, oh. well, there goes $250. You can't even, yeah, you can't even throw it back There's out. There's nothing oh. you can do about it. You're like, oh, so that no, thing's done. So careful in that aspect or have a backup net. Yeah. <laughs> backup cast net. <laughs> I think the main thing is there's so many different fish you could try and target right. during it. My favorite thing to do is try and catch the black tips oh when so you it, wanted to catch sharks i like catching the black tip sharks it's like miguel miguel my cousin's uh husband he's yeah, always he's at the that. beach he's, he's always into his pictures though i'm into catching them and eating them well he's yeah he just catch releases he's an instagram more of the model photos. the great guy's an amazing fisherman but dude he catches and he's got great angles it's all he about does angle. he's got the cameras so and all that. miguel you do a hell of a job there brother <laughs> i will does, say that he's a great angler he does this but amazing i'm not that kind of guy that i'm gonna take that time to take right. the picture I'm like, catch that some bitch. Put them either in the cooler, throw them back, go get another one. Like I'm all about just constantly going, going, going. Yep, I, I mean, and plus I'm not that pretty. He's a lot prettier than me. You know what I mean? So it don't really work like that with me. Aww. Miguel, Scotty called you pretty. <laughs> He's handsome. Probably maybe, maybe well manicured. Well well maintenance man. <laughs> Oh, no. But you I were look talking like about, a damn mountain man. But you were talking about squirrel when you guys were out there. What was that mullet run? Was this this past uh, year? Or yeah, it was, was no, it was last year, and we were at Jupiter Inlet. Was this when we just started going up to the oh, inlet? Like just started going to Mahone. No, but last year we went up there a lot during the pandemic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, actually, it was probably two years ago, now okay. that I think about it, when, when the mullet run was there and we were fishing them. We fished And we were just, I mean, <laughs> we would cast net some mullet. They were coming through very small pods. You know what I mean? Like right. a couple hundred. So we'd cast net a few, and it's... Hard to keep them alive because we didn't bring a drum or anything. So we were keeping like 10 alive at a time. Oh, wow. Yeah. And we use them and then we'd have to catch more. So we ran out and we were sitting there for like an hour. We're like, it's going to happen. They're going to come and it gets dark, but the tide is perfect. And all of a sudden, dude, I'm just seeing tarpon skying everywhere. And I'm like, squirrel. It's coming. They're coming. <laughs> and he was like, I don't know what the hell you're talking about, man. They're just tarpon jumping. I'm like, the mullet are coming. Watch. We had so many mullet around us. <laughs> That I was literally like, uh, I'm not throwing this cast net. I was walking down with a dip net. Just Stop. scooping mullet just scooping out. Yep, and putting them in the live well. Was it the, this is the inlet? Oh, and there were just fish everywhere murking up. So, Stop. Uh, all right. I'm going to kind of go against something that 
a lot of people, a, a lot of reputable people will say, they say you can't fish mullet in the mullet run. And everybody also has the, the statement of match the hatch. And I'm all for that. Well, here's the thing. You got 10,000 mullet out there and you got 10,000 fish feeding on mullet. And everybody likes to t- try and tell me that, oh, you got to fish something different to separate your bait. No, you don't. In my, in, I, I mean, it I've works. done very well. All you got to do is make one of those mullet look distressed. Because that's what they're doing. That's they're not the targeting. They're yeah. not. I mean, some of them are just swerping in on the on the giant, hoping they get one. Okay. But when there's one distressed, that thing is gonna get eaten, hundred percent. Gonna okay. get smoked. So that's what we do. We I guess fish. We, stand out, we fish. Yeah. You know, one that can't swim away as fast or is real twitchy, or mm-hmm. we clip their tail or something like that, and we'll put them below the mullet school for the snook. Drop them down a little lower. Just put them right on the bottom. Oh, yeah, okay. Put them right on the bottom. So then Let's the snook right that up. are sitting on the bottom. Mm-hmm. Looking up, they just see this little son of a gun in front Catches of them, and they're eye. just like, "Oh, you little son of a bitch, you're done." And they go over, <laughs> and then you're like, "Yeah, later." And then we're that, that's the other thing too, though. They they'll they'll boogie away from you quick once you start ripping fish. Mm-hmm. So you start pulling these snook in and everything, and then they just kind of understand. Okay, this little edge by this rock is not safe. It's like ants. So you know how they form a line, and all of a sudden they'll like they'll loop around this one area or there's like fish sitting there they know like follow the line and all of a sudden the animal comes breaks the line they're like ah we don't know where to go <laughs> where do we go I'm the line, the line. <laughs> maybe a bug's life <laughs> I'm lost yeah bug's life yeah. <laughs> exactly how they go you know and it's pure pandemonium but it's it's such a cool sight and so you guys were catching snook then that day right yeah if you if nobody's seen the mullet run and you're listening to this go on YouTube and look up the uh, South Florida mullet run it is amazing. It is. I'm trying to think if that was the video I seen last year that went viral. Was it was no? That was the sharks. That was the the. Uh, that's the black tip run. That was so. That's because the black of the tip run? migration. So oh, when so the black was... tip migration comes through, that's when the giant hammerheads come from the Bahamas. Yep. And they eat the black tips. Oh, those bastards! Well, they're doing it now because there's black tips and spinners in there. So there's some hammerheads here, but they're kind of like our local hammerheads. Mm-hmm. When the Black tip migration comes in. It's they all know they they literally swim from the Bahamas, these greater hammerheads, wow. and come here just to eat these black. And tip this sharks. this is around the same time as the mullet run, or no, no. no okay, this is will be in a few sure months. Wasn't sure if that's what brought it, them in, but I remember there's two a video migrations last year. when they go north and when they go south. Okay, so for each of those each year, there's two migrations. Hopefully, we can get some because we're going to Jupiter this weekend. We're getting like an adult weekend. What what? Grandma pop up taking the kids? Yeah. <laughs> Kid, we only have it's one. Our, <laughs> it's our anniversary, and we're gonna go fishing. Hey, don't hey. I'm excited. I'm so I'm you asked. Well, we're not fishing the whole time, but no, we were just discussing trying to. I've been. I'm trying to get my slot snook. That's like something we've been trying. We don't. I don't get to you know snook fish as often as I'd like to. So we were like, okay, we get the opportunity to go, and we're gonna go to Jupiter and spend the weekend up there and kind of you know do our thing. But we're gonna take some time to do some fishing when the tide's right. And yeah, hopefully we hopefully uh, we can, we can get you. Hopefully I can land one. I mean, even I mean we're I gonna one. get you a snook. I just don't know if it's gonna be slot. I don't know. It's just I really want like. I just want it. You want to take it home. I you want, want to take it home. It. I yeah. want to eat them. I'm like, this is mine. I caught it. I want to eat it. This is mine. I mean, it's cool if I catch one and release it. It don't matter. Yeah. But I want to catch one to say that, like, ha, I got you. I got you. I'm going to eat you for bitch. dinner. Let's go. Let's go. No, exactly. <laughs> but that should be fun. We'll see. I mean, we shouldn't have a problem netting mullet because there's tons of them back right. up in the uh, intercoastal waterways. And we're going to be right by the uh, inlet, too. So we're not, we won't be far from there. Yeah, I haven't decided where we're going to fish yet. Okay. We'll be up in that, like, Jupiter Lighthouse You guys will hear area. all about it for sure next oh, week. Heck yeah. You're, you're going to know all about this. I know. We didn't do much fishing this week. That's why we're kind of looking into... We yeah, we're just kind of talking we about what's going on right now. We were so busy this week, but 
We're going to get out this weekend. That's another thing. I was like, I want to get out this weekend and do some fishing. I only caught like one we'll bass the, the, locally so this week. This weekend, my goal is snook and mangrove snapper. Yeah, snooks and snappers. Snooks, snooks and snappers. Baby. <laughs> it's going to be a good time. We're going to be eating good during the football Sunday. I'm all about uh, it. We hope. I hope it'll be eating good. We hope. We ain't fishing the whole time, though. I mean, we're going to dedicate some time because then I want to hit some bars. And we got the resort Yeah, time. yeah, got, yeah. But usually plans. that'll get in the way of fishing because once you get so many drinks in you, you're like, let's go fishing. And then you're like, fuck fishing. Well, we can fishing. always go back to fishing. We're just going to start it. We'll, we'll start it. We'll see where we get. And then we'll, we'll go from there. But speaking of, I did have somebody. Um, I don't know if I told you this. I think I told you just a little bit ago, actually. I got hit up at work today. Um, this, uh, what was her name? Um, um, Victoria. So I get a call in the studio today and she's like, hey, Mariah. I love your fishing podcast. She's a local here and she was just chatting with me about it. She's like, I have a, my best friend's son. He's always fishing. He's over at Juno Pier all the time. And she's like, I don't know if you know him. I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but he's got a nickname, uh, King of the Pier. You might be a little jealous of that one, <laughs> Scotty. And I was like, okay. Nah, I mean, I'm not jealous. I mean, you probably 15 years ago, maybe, <laughs> but <laughs> you're like, Dang. I, I haven't been, I haven't but, really been on that pier in a long time, like fishing seriously. Did you like, ever think of nicknaming yourself though of the pier? Cause it's genius. If you ask me, if you're like, you're slaying the fish there, I'd be like, What's no, up? because I'm I've so been in so. a boat my whole life and there's nothing wrong with being a pier guy. I fished the pier. Mm -hmm. uh, my parents used to drop me off when I was younger, me and my buddy and let us fish there when you could fish at night, we'd stay there all night. But okay. Ever since they did the closures for the turtles where you couldn't fish at night. Right. It's just not for me anymore. Well, I when we first started Plus dating, Plus there's 600 people tangling lines. Yeah, and there's a lot of people it. out there. When we first started dating, we used to go up there a lot, actually. Yeah, we did. When you used but to throw like my bait school. back off the yeah. pier when I could. Well, it. you know, I was just setting them free. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's another thing, too, though. That's another thing I would never do is fish the pier during the mullet run. Just like too many. Too many people too many in the people same little many. stretch of the pier. See, I feel that I wouldn't want to do that either. It's like when you go out on that drift, like the boat, when you go out with... Like, I just feel like it forces you to be an angry asshole. Because, you know, it's just angle. people out there trying to fish, but then you become serious about it. And, you know, right. we call them pure, pure rats or whatever. And I mean, right. like I said, I'm not talking bad about them because I was one of them at one point in my life. But it almost... It's... I don't know how to explain it. They'll, they'll, like they'll literally walk right off over the top of you and drop bait in front of you because they want that spot. They feel obligated like they own it. And I'm okay. so it's just so not for me. They feel like they have like seniority of the pier. Yeah, which is fine. That's their they have a pecking order so there. That's probably why he got that nickname. Then he's like, "What's up? Back up." Hey, good for him, man. I hope you slay on that thing, dude. <laughs> no, no, I just thought it was really cool. So she no hit me problems, up about brother. it. And I was just wanted to shout him out. I didn't catch his name, um, but I thought it was pretty well, cool. He had hit a us up on uh, social media, and I'd love to give you a shout out or even chat with you on that. Yeah, and, maybe we'll get know, him on here. Maybe I'll come out to the pier and we'll we'll see what you got. Right? Yeah, apparently he's got like a... I don't know, See if some, the old king kid, and the new so. king can mesh and catch Ooh, some fish out there. old king and the new king. I like uh, it. I'm like Mufasa when it comes to that period, man. <laughs> I, I, done, I done died, bro. <laughs> I, I I just... I don't have it in me. I know I can go out there and stomp some snook. That, oh, that's Lord. not a big deal, but doing the Benita, the kingfish, the jacks, throwing jigs. I mean, maybe... I used to catch a ton of cobia, but... Like I said, it's just right off the pier. You would catch them cobias. Yeah, they Shit. when they migrate through, we used to throw jigs for them. Oh, you gotta tell me when that migration's going. I'll be going out there too. No, when that migration, I go in the boat and I cruise the beach and I can find a bunch well, more. It's even better. I got my own space. Give me my drink. But a lot of people <laughs> don't have that option. You yeah. know what I mean? So that the pier is a is a great tool. And I'm not talking bad again. I'm gonna say this. I'm not talking bad about the pier guys. Just some of them give you guys a bad name. That's all I'm saying. Some guys do some stuff that ain't right out there. Maybe we'll put it this way. I've jumped off a boat and ran up to that pier. Oh, okay. 
You jumped off of a boat? <laughs> well, James pulled up towards the beach. I jumped off, ran up the beach, and ran onto the pier, and they wouldn't let me on the pier. Oh, well, Because whoa. I was not inside the markers, and somebody started throwing lead at me, and I was not having it. Ooh. Yeah, they because oh, they no. they don't like it. they don't want the boats near the pier. Oh. But we go there to catch bait. I'm not going there. Oh, to fish. so this is a thing. This is so a, a some of them some of them get very guys. upset, which I understand. The boats coming in up in your lines, you know, but they have markers. Stay outside. Right? Yeah. I was nowhere near even going inside those markers. I I know the rules. Okay, I grew up here. Mm-hmm. This is my spot. And when somebody starts throwing leads at me because they think I'm too close or they think I'm gonna get too close, we have a problem. About to throw down. I, don't want to piss Scotty off. I don't play that game. Mess I'm not about injuring a person, man. I'm not about it. <laughs> well, no, it's just. Hey, yeah, you can yell at up. me, and I will, I will honestly respect that. Be like, yeah, man, I was too close. My you bad. Got some you, words, yeah. You do whatever, but you start throwing stuff, dude, and you injure somebody. Imagine my kids or somebody's kids on that boat that doesn't know any better. Yeah. You know what I mean? They don't know any better not to stay inside those, and you start slinging lead, and you hit a five year old kid in the head with a lead and kill him. You know what I'm saying? It's just not right, man. Well, I mean, gotta, why are you throwing your legs anyways? That, that ain't right. Because they're I understand you get trying to off, say, get the shout. hell out of our area. This is where you we're fishing. You can say, hey, back your boat, you know, back the fuck up. Oh, no, they, but... have a, they have a guy that comes out there with a bullhorn and tells you to get the hell out. There you go. But the fishermen decide to take it, and they take it in ways that I don't agree with. So, oh, hell no. I'll be throwing down Put it this way. If I'm on the pier and I see somebody else do that, man, me and that person going to have a problem. I don't like violence, but I'll throw it down and throw a piece of lead. Like at I me. said, just imagine your child's <laughs> on a boat and somebody's slinging lead at you. People I hope somebody else. I hope somebody listens to this and takes that from there. That's done it, right? Because I've seen a lot of it. I haven't said stuff my, in my whole life to it until it happened to me. Have and you ever been on the pier when someone like tons of times? Really, tons of times. People put it on a rod with no nothing but a lead on the end and just chuck it. Start trying Dude. to hit the boat. I mean, I'm <gasps> dong. You just hear him hit this hole of the boat. Oh, people oh, don't play, man. Be, it's oh, like, that's how that's how bad sure. things happen, man. You just honestly just think of that have kid some situation. Respect, people, my goodness, I understand and, you get pissed off about that, but I'm like, hey, oh, they have every right. To, they have Sir. every right to be mad when <laughs> somebody <laughs> when somebody comes in and they're getting too close to the pier because they can't fish. Yeah. Now they can't cross their lines out because their boats well, are I running over stuff. Well, I get that, and there's asshole I get people being on mad, boats doing that too. Injuring another human being to prove a point is not the way it's supposed to go, man. No, and I get and I get being you know pissed off about that and people on boats that do that probably intentionally to do whatever they want to do as well uh, but i i mean don't be throwing leads you can definitely hurt somebody and then that ain't worth it what happens if you actually do kill someone what you got pissed off well you're, you're going to you're going to jail for ever dumbest thing i've ever heard yeah uh, it's, i mean it's, it's, it happens insane. probably daily that's insane i ain't never seen someone do that <laughs> Go to Juno Pier enough, you'll see it. He, whoever's well, listening from Juno Pier knows I'm what sure. I'm talking about. Oh, right I'm now. sure, but please don't be one of those people. Could ruin your life. Over I just nothing. like I over said, nothing. I said my piece, and that's yeah. all I got to say about it. Now we're gonna go back to happy thoughts of the mullet run. Happy thoughts of the mullet run. I'm really excited to to get out there, and I'm gonna Google some mullet run. <laughs> I think <laughs> so the tarpon's probably the, videos, the coolest cool. thing in that that and the sharks. You see the spinner sharks. Well, you just... had mentioned that too because we were doing the beach cleanup, and you had mentioned that to Lana. You were like, "Hey, it was early morning." You were like, "Ah, eh, buddy, a molt runs going on right now. I wouldn't get like you know far out there because everything is coming in close." Yeah, you're not. I'm not going swimming. I'm not sending my five year old son swimming in the mullet run. Yeah, no, 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 no. no, no well, no. it was a little murky too, and not. And you never go in the morning. You That's don't non- swim in the no. mullet run. And you, it's well, just yeah. not a good idea. Not saying they're going to attack you, but. You are in the midst of a feeding frenzy. And, and when the water's murky like that, they don't know. Yeah. They bite. <laughs> Listen, I've lived here in Dover my whole life. There's certain things I don't do. And you don't swim in the Learn water. from experience, for sure. I already do enough dumb shit. I used to go surfing during the damn hurricanes when you couldn't see an inch under the water. It was great times. <laughs> it's good times. Worst I remember, thing I that ever, ha- worst thing that ever happened is I had a shark bump my board. That's the... 
Well, you're lucky. Worst that ever happened. Duh. A lot of people don't get that lucky. That's why I stopped surfing. I hated that feeling. And every and it, ha- it would happen every once in a while. I was like, screw it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go skimboard. <laughs> It's like, I don't want to do this anymore. Imagine living in Australia surfing there where you got a Hell great wife no, that's going to come skyrocket like the size of a whale. I understand people ass. have a passion for it. I took it up, you know, when I was probably like middle school, I just kind of started. I just, I, I hated that feeling and I was like, nope, screw it. I'm just going to skimboard on the beach. That is the safe <laughs> that's way. Basically, I was like, I don't want to do this. My sister took it up. She did it for a while. She still has her surfboards, but I just couldn't, like, I couldn't get over that I fear. I still got mine, but my, my, my surfboards, couple I don't think can hold my big I said, said, nope. I don't think I weighed 200 pounds back then. Now, now I'm a little beefier, if you will. You don't need a bigger board. <laughs> don't need that long board with that three-inch float. <laughs> <laughs> so, mullet run is uh, kind of wrapping up now, but we're going to go fishing up in Jupiter, so should have some good stories next week. Hopefully, I can lay my snot, my snot, my slot snook. I hope my so. Slot. <laughs> I, I really hope so for you. Have you ever caught a slot? No, this would. That's why. I mean, I've caught plenty of them, but just not. You've only lots eaten of stingrays. That I've brought. <laughs> yeah, I've eaten. Yeah, all the ones that you guys catch. And I'm over here just you know breaking my line off <laughs> on rays. And yeah, you've been smoked a couple <laughs> times by some snook. <laughs> I just can't get them in. I'm gonna get one in. One we'll get days. it. We're gonna make it happen. We're gonna make it We're happen. Gonna, that's my goal of the weekend is. No, nah, my goal of the weekend is get a nice buzz, have a good time. I just want. I don't think fish. you're gonna have a hard time getting no, a buzz. I got I plenty of cash in the pocket to make that happen. <laughs> I can't promise the damn snook. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully I'll land one. We'll see. We'll see where it goes. Oh, you guys will know next week. Yeah, we'll talk about it next week. All right, so uh, thank you all so much for tuning into the Catch Em Up podcast. Do appreciate it. You guys can subscribe to our channel, and I have our uh, handles linked in the description. You guys can follow us on social media. I'm Mariah Daniels. On air on Instagram, just Mariah Daniels on Facebook. And I am Control Chaos Outdoors, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. All right. And so we chat next time. Y'all get on out there and catch them up. To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the sleep number bed comes in. And let me tell you... Ever since I've had it, my Sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus, special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details.